Hello and welcome to this episode of the Sports Console Podcast. I am your host Matt and I'm here with Gav, G, and Vivek for this episode of the show. NFL free agency continues to roll on and the drama never stops. We talk about two huge receiver trades in Devontae Adams to the Raiders and Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins. Next, Deshaun Watson finally chooses the Cleveland Browns to be his next team. Did the Browns make the right move in investing in the quarterback? Finally, we'll discuss the Matt Ryan trade and what it means for Jimmy G and Baker Mayfield. Today is March 23rd, 2022, and this is the 57th episode of the show. I hate the free agency already. <laughs> I already, I mean, it's been about a week and a half now, guys, right? I mean, so, Gav, your free agency really picked up today, huh? Yeah, uh, oh, oh, oh. It hit an all-time peak. Love For real, me. dude, all-time depression. I still think the Kendrick Board trade was like, I mean, signing was the uh, best move you guys have No, shut up, dude. You guys, stop I the mean, cap, dude. What is there yeah, to compare to? Kendrick would copy the Niners, like always. Yeah. Of course. Patriots. I wanted offensive weapons, dude. I wanted <laughs> offensive weapons. Yeah, half of them with McCorkle. What are we supposed to do with McCorkle, dude? He needs to be thrown to somebody elite so he looks okay. But you, you guys know, don't need elite receivers if you're not going to run or pass the ball. You just got to keep it in the running back and blocking tight ends. Dude, yeah, we only have Ramondre now, James White, and uh, Damian Harris, dude. It's not good enough. need. Hunter nope, Henry. No, you need more. Hunter Henry, right? Yeah. yeah. But our own line, dude, we have we signed a Trent Brown again. Oh, God. That's a move. That's a big move. Are we These not are like all the big literally. defensive splash you guys made today? Big defensive, dude. Okay, I'm not even going to acknowledge the fact that you called that big, but I will acknowledge the transaction today. Okay, we got Malcolm Butler back, but that guy has been a bum, bro. <laughs> he's a legend, but, you know, he's he a bum after that. Yeah, he's oh, washed, my gosh. Bro. How could you disrespect a legend like that? Because, dude. Oh, you think they're going to retire his jersey? I would retire his jersey. <laughs> I mean, you would retire his jersey at home, but not at an actual stadium, bro, like. Come on now. <laughs> you know, he's a local legend, you know? He's not like a... You, you a give him, like, team. if you're a Boston bar, you give him a free drink. That's what yeah, you say. Yeah, uh, just a one free drink, okay? Like, yeah, congratulations. He took you that pick. You got one right? pick for us. And yeah, one pick for us. <laughs> and uh-huh. then for the rest of the season, you got torched, okay? Pretty sure I mean, dude, that dude was an all-pro until Belichick benched him in Super Bowl If we're, if we're keeping it good. fair to Gav, like, the Niners' free agency is about as interesting as the Patriots' offseason. Up, we're gonna we're gonna move on for now. Yeah, let's let's not talk. Wow, about a bunch that. of bums, dude. Can't even. A bunch of bums. Now now but... now I don't hear any <laughs> talk about how great John Lynch is and all this other shit. Huh? Seriously, can't dude, even trade Jimmy G. We oh, will dogging us. get to John Lynch in a bit, but we're gonna talk about teams that did get offensive weapons <laughs> this past week. Devontae Adams was traded to the Raiders just after we released our last episode, which is. Great, because that's it's what hysterical. always happens. Yeah. yeah. Adams was traded for a 2022 first-round pick and a second-round pick, as well as a new five-year, $140 million contract for the 30-year-old wide receiver. Absolutely that is, disgusting. It's huge, honestly. Disgusting. And it sounds like the Packers were willing to pay more, but Adams already wanted out, basically, of Green Bay. Rodgers knew of it when he signed his contract extension to keep him in Green Bay. So, what is you that, know, think? what's the, the first? He... Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I know what you're going to say, so let me just say it. The reason okay. why he left was because Rodgers is being a dummy, dude. 
<laughs> taking all the money. He's like, if Rogers is gonna go chase the bag, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna stay. You know, I might as well chase the, my own the, bag. The Packers offered him, the but bag. the Packers wouldn't give him more money. Yeah, I don't know how they were gonna do that. They weren't going to. It's impossible. No, no money. They broke babies. <laughs> I mean, you I know? think that it might be a very team-friendly source who's saying that. That's what I think. But at the same time, I agree with you, Gav. I think that Devontae wanted out because the thing is that you don't want your, you know, future earnings, your legacy, your career basically tied up between this kind of man baby who wants to continue to debate like whether that. he stays or goes or not. I like that. Man and he's taking all the money, right? Yeah. And at some point, I think Adams just got tired of the circus show. Are you always going to be in his day. shadow? Yeah. And I think he wants to, I actually think he genuinely wanted to go to Las Vegas. He wants to team up with his old college uh, teammate and Derek Carr. He's going to do a lot of stuff. His neighbor. Yeah. His neighbor. I think he bought John Gooden's house apparently because he's living right next door to Derek Carr. Wasn't John savage. Gooden like the guy who's living next to him? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> that is, that's odd. Yeah. I don't know where they're getting these houses, but okay. I'm glad yeah, you moved I away think, from I think it. a portion of it is Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that's the main factor. It is the main again. factor, dude. Chill. I, I think it's just, dude, Green Bay versus Las Vegas. What would you take, man? That's all I'm going to say. Oh, come on. Come on now. <laughs> that was stupid. Okay. I, I, I think if you're talking about location, issue, yes. I think we're talking about location, yes. Team, no. But... I mean, the Packers at, at this point, the reputation is just that. I mean, bro, yeah, like what falling is, flat. What did what, what did yeah? What is what, what can you do in Green Bay that they can't do in Las Vegas? Losing the playoffs, that's probably what they're <laughs> gonna do. So like, that's easy. Does that's it make a difference work. where he is? He gets to play with his buddy now. I guess that's the case. Honestly, he's just trading cold for. You don't have Top Golf in in Green Bay. Last time I checked. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. We, we have Top Golf in San Jose. He could have come to the Niners. Yeah, that's true. He is from East Palo Alto, after all. Let's go. He should have went to uh, the Patriots because we win championships. You guys uh-huh. don't do shit. Well, when was uh, the last time? I, 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 I beg to differ. Rar, 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 Tom Brady left. <laughs> I beg to differ. We just signed our, our, our local legend, Malcolm Butler. Right. The one you give one beer for. One look at McCorkle yeah. and was like, nah, I ain't doing this to myself. McCorkle is a better Derek Carr. I don't think so. Nah, dude. Not even. Don't sleep yet. on my boy DC. <laughs> <You're> st- <laughs> nah, bro. You see, McCurkle is a, a gritty, bro. He's nice like that, dog. Mac's like a bottom <laughs> three quarterback in the AFC. You're you're stupid. <laughs> you want me to name all the ones better than him? He might not be far fetched, honestly. Now. Yeah, surely now. Wow, dude. Only you probably he's, say he's, he's, that's the only one he's I'll give him better than he might be than is Mitch. Damn. Uh, That's it? Your quarterback? Well, I'll take it, dude. I, mean, I like being better than, than, being better than you. Not, I like being Zach better Wilson. than you. He's not better than yeah. Zach Wilson. He's That's not better cap, than Trevor dude. He's not better than... His efficiency rate... His Ryan completion his completion rate what was about Davis? Oh, yeah. What about Davis well, Mills? Well, can McCorkle throw a cross body in the combine or a pro day like Zach Wilson did? Look, Nobody, okay, bro. He's, okay. He doesn't need to do that. Let's, let's go back to Derek Carr here. I mean, do you think that the Raiders are going to be the top tier offense that they need to be in order to probably yeah, win in the AFC West. It really, I, think I think it relies think on so. Derek Adam Carr. Adam for a Waller. Good, good combo right there. Can mm-hmm. can Derek Carr pull it together with his college home, bro? He has to. He has to have a season. 
Yeah, he's no seriously no, no excuse. excuse. From anybody on the Raiders now. Because if 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 they don't at least if they don't make it to like if they don't get past the first round of playoffs, if they're a wild card team, they failed. Nah, hmm. they can be a wild card team, but maybe like you said, they have to win multiple playoff games. And I think like you know, you gave up your first and second. That means you're trying to win this year. So you gotta win this year. You can't. Do you think it was make, worth? You can't barely make it into the playoffs. Yeah, and I think, I think it was worth, worth honestly, dude. Yeah. Because you already have a lethal tight end. You fill in your wide receiver. You have Hunter Renfro. Because you're, you're gonna set. use one of those first or second round picks on a receiver, right? So the receiver yeah. you're getting at that first or second round. Let's say you use your first round one. Who do you get? Like Olave, or you get Garrett Wilson, or you get someone like that. They're not better than Devontae Adams right now, or they probably won't ever be. You know, mm-hmm. the second round pick is like it's pay one decent player, but you know, you had to give up something. Yeah, I, I think it's worth it. Like, the Raiders aren't taking any half measures with this team. And to compete in the AFC West, I mean, you know, that's a tough division, as everyone's been saying. See, so but that's why they the only thing had to go all in. I feel bad for them because they're in such a tough division, bro. They are, everyone in the AFC West had to put all in this year. It's yeah, crazy. I think they have as good of a shot as anyone. Let's not forget the Chandler Jones signing. That is very that underrated is right now. Yeah. You need a pass rusher. They got the pass rusher. They need a receiver. They got a receiver. So right now, they probably need to upgrade maybe in the O-line. They probably need to get maybe a linebacker. A corner. But I think, yeah, a corner. A corner. For sure, a corner. Or three. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't put them over the Chargers or the Broncos right now, though, because they have everything. You're, like, you're taking a quarterback. Who are you taking a quarterback? You're probably taking Herbert or Wilson over Carr. And even though the Broncos, you know, I think you'd probably take the Raiders – in terms of weapons, offensive weapons. I would think they have the best weapons in that division now. They have the best weapons. They have the best receiver, Tyree Killisau. Keenan Allen and, you know, Judy and I don't know who else is even Mike Williams. None of those guys can be with them, you know. And you can make an argue that, you know, third or fourth to Hunter Renfro and then the best tight end is the second best tight end after Travis Kelsey. So, I mean, I think that's pretty hard to beat in terms of like offensive skill power but like you said where they lack is their defense i think they need to make upgrades i think they tried to get bring in casey hayward still or and yeah. stefan gilmore I think. yeah stefan gilmore so they got it they got they're trying to bring in people but you know more and more day by day one corner and next corner there's not many left so they got to make a move quick yeah it's crazy though i still don't think it puts them over the chiefs even though the chiefs are just like crumbling now it might not because, you know, it's just pure talent. Never bet never bet against talent, you know? I mean, That's I get what you're saying, but I think... Even if... I don't know. I get, I get at the end of the day, you would obviously bet if you had to bet. Which coaching. Is on, yeah, Mahomes and Reed over, you know, what the Raiders got going on there. I agree with you, but, like, I just You want to know why? I don't see the talent. <laughs> I don't just see what's going on with the Chiefs, like, because... They don't have a receiver one now. I don't care what you say about those guys. They're not receiver ones, and I don't care if Patrick Mahomes is throwing them the ball. <laughs> they might they might be of good stats, but you're not going to win and put up wide. None of not reliable wide receiver ones. So there's that to figure out. They don't have their defense wasn't that good last year. Remember in the playoffs, it was getting torched by everybody. And they just lost Travarius Ward. They haven't yeah, sent the Badger back, have they? No, but they brought in Justin Reed to replace him, but he doesn't really oh, yeah. do the same shit, you know. It's not as good. Yeah, no way. Yeah. So then it's like, you know, they're not, you know, they saved $30 million or whatever that they were about to take Tyreek, but we'll see what they really end up doing with this first and second round pick where 
We'll find out. It'll be know. big, bro. I guess we're going to move on here with the Tyreek Hill trade. This happened actually this morning, and thank God it was finalized by the end of the morning. Because I, I didn't know. want to make an episode until Quick they trade, did. right? Yeah, it was like uh, like an hour. It took about Over. an hour. Hour, yeah. the story broke. The team's interested came in maybe the next five, ten minutes. And then 35 minutes later, the trade was done. And then five minutes after that, the whole package was out. Exactly. I think, honestly, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a great trade. I feel like they're overpaying, bro. Well, okay, let's talk about the trade terms for a second here. Miami traded five picks for Tyreek Hill. That's a 2022 first, which is our pick, actually. A second-round <laughs> pick, a fourth-round pick, and a fourth and a sixth in 2023. Then they gave him a three-year, $75 million extension as well. So, Dude, yeah. that's so that's fatness, bro. You really Massive going all overpay. in. I love Seriously. it for the Dolphins. Nobody talking about, bro. The but Dolphins... do you love the trade terms? Do you love the trade terms? No. I don't, they have a plethora of picks, bro. They don't have an abundance. They have too many. Like, they're at a yeah, point. Yeah, they have two first they, rounds they, this year. They have, they have, they're at a point, in my opinion, where, like, they are, you know, they're really just not going to do anything with fourths and sixths. They already did that part of their team. If you if you understand what I'm saying, like they yeah, built, they built, nice they built the, yeah, they built up the the mid to bottom tier of their team. They really needed to get an upper echelon type of player. And Mike McDaniel is really has prioritized speed, and then there's no better speedster in the league than Tyree Kill. And I think he's not going to be able to do what he does before. But I think this will look like a lot like the Alabama offense that Tua ran in college, where you got all these weapons around Boring. you that. Yeah, there are all these weapons around you that you don't really got to do much to get them the ball. They'll probably create a bunch of space because they're fast and they're just don't mess good. Up. And then just, yeah, just don't mess up and just give them the ball where it needs to be, short and easy, and then they'll do the rest and you just come back and do it again and do it again. And that's what I think they're planning on doing here. I'm not scared, dude. Dolphins. We still going to clap the Dolphins. You know they're in so, the Dolphins, even a, without Tyreek Hill. They're in such a better <laughs> position than you guys now. No way. Not on level one. They have a better quarterback than you guys. Well, uh, yeah, okay. That's we'll, cop, we'll, we'll see about that. Stop, but, over, stop reaching, I mean, dude. I think it's an overpay. I still think it's an overpay. Bro, it, just because to... you have a plethora of picks, it doesn't matter. Like, the value of the pick is still there, right? And generally, you don't want to trade up. Like, you don't want to trade this many picks for just a wide receiver because wide receivers don't have that much value. And I'm not the saying, last, you know. They're based like, on the quarterback. Yeah, I think it is based off the quarterback, and I think Tyree Kill is more valuable to Patrick Mahomes than he is to Tua, and I also think that I gotta you know, disagree with you there. I'm not gonna lie yeah. because I feel like I feel like I get what you're trying to say in terms of importance, but I think in terms of replaceability, it's easier to replace Tyree Kill when your quarterback's Patrick Mahomes than it is when Tua. Like I think Tua, that's also fair, but then saying, that adds to my no, point. I think that it just Mahomes limits him more. He needs him more, but he no, doesn't because he can get another guy and make him good and you know be somewhat the same. There's no way that what the Dolphins are going to look like next year is possible without Tyreek Hill. So I feel like he went into a bigger role. And in, in your terms, I think it's the exact opposite. I think his level of importance in the offense has gone up because if you got Tyreek Hill out there for the Dolphins and they don't, are it's going to look completely two different offenses? You know, like. An offense that you're like, damn, this shit's not like dynamic, doesn't have shit going on. Like, you're still going to think, see the Chiefs next year. They're still going to be throwing deep ass passes. They're still going to have some speedsters. They're still going to be doing the same stuff. It's obviously not going to be as well, but it's going to be a lot of the same stuff. You're not going to be doing the same stuff in Miami without Tyreek Hill. 
I guess. But well, at Terry the same time, good... if you can replace Tyreek Hill that quickly, then you can then replace his value. You can't replace him. And what's his actual value? You, but you can just, right? because so then the value Mahomes. of the wide receiver is not as, you know, big as the Dolphins don't have Patrick Mahomes. Pressure, right? Well, they have two, bro. I'm, it's saying, like, I'm what, just saying that what... it's easier to find a wide receiver one than it is to find anything else. That's why I wouldn't trade multiple picks for You guys are missing it. It's one. the connection that the, the players have. What can the two do together? You can compare it. Like, what can Tua do with Tariq and what would Patrick Mahomes do with Tariq, dude? We've already seen what Patrick Mahomes can do, and it's legendary with, with Tariq, okay? But with Tua, he's li- Tariq can't play his normal game. He's getting it limited. He might just run over everybody, but... He's probably gonna get hurt more too, you know, because he's gonna have to do so much more stuff for I, so this trash I player. Like, I feel like he just they just shorten the field for him in a sense. They just shorten the offense. Exactly. Exactly bro. what he wants. He's a short range quarterback. He makes shorter. No, but yeah, throws. you're saying you're, 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 yeah. you have to adjust. You have to change Tariq's game plan. But Tariq is or, a yak player too, bro. He gets the ball. He's gonna be loose. Like, okay, he won't get the ball fifty yards down the field. Now he'll get the ball. No, but ten yards. You know, they didn't have to do that field. as no, much no, no, no. in Kansas City. So well, now you're no. changing what he's doing, and he's I gonna think, get hurt. Off. No, I think it's gonna Kansas limit City has always done this with Tyreek. I mean, he hasn't just been a deep threat. You know, he's stretched the field for them, of course, but he also threatens so much on short and intermediate passes because of his speed. Because if you just give him the ball, he is able to take it. You know, eighty yards. Like we yeah, saw that I in agree. the Buffalo game, right? And I think, so, I think they're going to be using Tyreek in like a Debo rule, where they'll be giving him p- touches out the backfield, straight up lined at running back, or they'll yeah. line him up with Raheem on one side and Tyreek on the other, just like the Niners did. So, and that's happened. And I they're think playing in the AFC East. We finna clap if, them. If that der- <laughs> if if Tyreek has that, you guys can't guard Kendrick Bourne or Tyreek, who would I choose? Let me think about that for a second. Yo, don't for, don't forget that he was on your team. One of the players was on your team before, okay? Ayo, I loved KB3, but we, we gave him away for a reason. No, I like Kendrick Bourne over Tyreek Hill. Big ups. Big ups to my guy. <laughs> no, but seriously, seriously, though. Um, yeah, we I think probably I... like Kendrick Bourne more than they like Tyreek Hill. Just saying. <laughs> I think that it was an overpay, but I think that it's an overpay that they have to make unfortunately, because you're not going to be able to get a guy like Tyreek as much as you want in the draft, and they need to know what they have in Tua right now. And what, this is his third year, right? And yeah. Mike McDaniel is basically loading up right now. So he's gotten, you know, Tyreek Hill, Teron Armstead, Raheem Mostert, you know, Chase Edmonds, Connor Williams. So he's loaded up the offensive line. He's gotten two backs that he feels like he can work with in his runs, uh, like his dynamic run game, right? So then you get a guy like Tyreek, you get a guy like Jalen Waddle on the other side, and you basically let Tua, you know, just let him fly and see what he can actually do. Because now there's no more excuses for him at this point, right? You have the weapons, you have, you know, the offensive line, you have the offensive guy behind him. It's not Brian Flores anymore. You have someone who knows what they're doing with their offense. So there's no excuses anymore. So if it's worth, if 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 it gives... Uh, them an answer at Tua, and it gives them an answer at offense. That's fine. It's a, my thing is it's fine. my thing is hear me out, okay? So let's let's play let's play the hypothetical, right? And the hypothetical you guys want to say is let's say Tua sucks. Tua sucks, and and I'm gonna use this whole example to justify why I think the trade was actually not an overpay. If anything, it was an underpay because next year the Dolphins they suck. They got two first round picks, and you know what they can do with that? They can move up and get a quarterback again. 
And, you know, it might not be the greatest solution to the problem, but at the same time, that is better than most teams' quarterback solution when they have to move off a guy. No teams are able to get two first-round picks ready to go in the draft without having to already trade anything. They already did all that part. They have the pick coming in from the Niners next year and their own. So if Tua sucks, they'll probably have their own pick, which is going to be low in the draft, and then have the Niners pick, which is always, you know, in the late half of the draft. So they'll have two first-round picks, and then wherever happens next year, you know, if Tua sucks, you know he sucks, you move on. You pick up the next young quarterback that you like and that you believe in that fits the system, and there's a better quarterback coming out next year. So I just feel like that's the way to go. I think the only thing that concerns me about the Dolphins, I guess, willingness to part with so many first-round picks is that it's just sometimes I think that they undervalue it a little too much here because they gave up their first-round pick this year to the Eagles to trade up six spots for nothing. And they already had, you know, the 12th overall pick, and they had a boatload of picks because it feels like, you know, we gave them a lot of picks. That's fair. But now it seems like they're undervaluing each pick because they said, oh, we have so many picks. That's the only thing I'd be a little bit concerned about if I was a Dolphins fan at this point. So, you know, but you're right, G. They can move off quickly if they have a quarterback that they like. And if Tua sucks, do you think that Tua will suck next year? What's the expectations for him? I think they'll be a a competent team led by a limited quarterback. And I think you see that everywhere in the NFL nowadays. So I just feel like you can't, you know, give them the same respect that you might as a Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott or some of those other guys that, you know, you know, they're great quarterbacks, but they definitely have limitations. Like we know the Kirk can't do certain things and Dak has to have the offense go a certain way. And I think the same thing will happen for Tua. So, um, you know, I think they'll have the ability. I don't think Tua will be like such a detriment to what people think he will be, where they won't be able to run what type of offense they want. They won't be able to continue like what scheme they want because oh we have two a quarterback. I don't think it'll be anything like that. So I think they'll you know if everything works out they should be I think the second best team in their division and due to the playing an easier division they'll be competing for a playoff spot. So you think that they are within that wild card mix? I think I mean you gotta consider that they get the Jets twice, they get the Patriots twice, and considering that other teams in their division have. The pay like the, the AFC West, the AFC North, they're way harder. I mean, the South's probably about the same, but you know, like I just feel like not being in the North and West just gives you a, in a similar sense, it gives you a fair shot of competing with those teams in there. Because obviously, the Dolphins aren't good as the Broncos or the Chiefs or the Raiders or you know the Ravens or Bengals or anything. But just because they'll get a couple easier games, they won't have to go through those like mentally tough games week in and week out, you know, they have an easier schedule. So, I don't know. They'll have a chance to compete. I'm inclined to agree with you there. Wow, yeah, dude. I mean, facing no. the Jets no. and then the Patriots twice. <laughs> the only, like, one, is, the only one that's easy in the division is the Jets, bro. Okay. You but guys aren't have... easy, but you guys are easy comparative to, like, the Broncos, Raiders, Chiefs, or Chargers. No way, dude. We'll clap the freaking Broncos, You can't be bro. anybody in the Yo. AFC West. You yes, can't we build, can. You might compete with someone in They're the AFC 50, North. Miami gives 50-50 with us, bro. It's a coin toss when they play. You guys dude. can't compete with But we will the always West slap the, the Bills, and we'll always slap the, the Jets, okay? So... They're not a wild, you know. I'm just so mad now. They're not a wild card team, bro. They're not even making the playoffs. You guys are a wild card team. They're gonna go. They're, 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 they're they're gonna be a sub 500, dude. Well, everything you're saying <laughs> is about your team here. Well, yeah, because you got you make no sense, dude. This is this is outrageous. Okay, 
That's, what? That's... Tariq, you really think Tariq Hill is that that I much mean, of a they I mean, tips, tips the glass them that much? He's a I great don't... player, and they got the best left tackle in the league. I I, okay, well, I don't they, think that he's going to be as integral to the offense again as he was to Andy Reid's offense because Tyreek Hill, like, it was pretty much Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey on that offense. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is the one throwing it to them, but when you have a guy like Tyreek, he can stretch the field and allow for so much depth. Bro, he can't even throw it down Travis the field Kelsey. accurately. It doesn't matter. For Tua or for yes. Patrick? For mm. Tua. Yeah, that's why I'm saying that. He means more, I guess, to the Kansas City offense. I think I know. That, I, I agreed with you on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So I think that you know, he's going to be just as an like he's a dynamic receiver. I just don't know if Tua is going to be able to take him to that level where he was with like a top wide receiver, like he was with uh, Mahomes, right? And the usage. I don't know if there's going to be enough usage because again, Mike McDaniel yeah. comes from the Shanahan tree. They like running the ball more. He was their run game coordinator. And they got a lot right? of running backs now. So I think it's just, it makes their offense more dangerous, but it can also lighten up the box so they can run it down the middle and stuff like that. Yeah, it adds another dimension having Tyreek because they can't just slow out the run if we're going to be facing Mike McDaniel, right? Yep. Okay, so let's move on to the, let's flip the coin. Let's talk about the Packers and the Chiefs, both of whom lost their star wide receivers, mainly due to probably the, you know, cap space limit that they've been dealing with because of their <laughs> big contracts to their quarterbacks right so how are these guys going to be able to replace adams and hill or are they going to at all they pretty the, much have to right the draft the draft but yeah, i feel like wide receiver for the chiefs the second really third round find ancillary pieces mm. i feel like the chiefs will be fine if they fix their their defense a little bit you know because it's Mahomes. you can really use anybody with Mahomes, and he'll be fine it's just they need to get their defense together, but with the Packers, dude, it's it's they're washed. It's 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 over, dude. Yeah, I tend to agree with Gav. I don't know why I said that, but I just said it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that the you know Chiefs are like Gav said. As long as they can go back to more of their 2019, 2020 ways of trying to you know have a great O line and have a great yeah. defense instead of just relying everything on Patrick Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey, you know. And I think that's what they're trying to go back to by just the best way of not depending on Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes take one of them out. And, you know, that's a lot of money that Simplify. goes to a lot of different places. Yeah. And yeah. so now we'll see them, I think, probably address their defense and their, you know, which line with and their receivers with all these multiple picks, maybe even trade up and try to get a veteran player that's already out, that's, you know, available or gets available, you know. That maybe someone's cheaper. I mean, you gotta really think about it. You know, thirty million dollars for a wide receiver is almost quarterback one money. So like, you can't afford Hill, but you can basically still afford ninety five percent of the rest of that wide receivers. And you know, that are not available or available. You know, so you'll see what they make a move for. Next available receiver could be you know going to Kansas City. Yeah, I think it will be interesting to see what. Patrick Mahomes is going to be like, and that Chiefs offense is going to be like with Tyreek. Tyreek didn't look just good with Patrick Mahomes. He looked great with Alex Smith as well. You know, like, he's been carrying that Chiefs offense for a very long time ever since Andy Reid was there. So, Wait, I disrespect will have to Alex wonder. Smith. No, I'm just saying, you know, he like, they're just that different uh, tiers, I guess. But either way, you know, I think that it's going to be harder to replace Tyreek than the Chiefs think. 
I think they need a big step forward from Nicole Hardman. They already got their insurance policy, I guess, yeah. for Tyreek Hill. But they also need, I guess, Corvette Corvette to step up as well because he just became the wide receiver one in Kansas City. So Ooh, I, I will have harsh. to wonder what they're going to do there. It's for the Packers. I don't know what they're going to do. It's only for the Packers, dude. They lost uh they lost another wide receiver as well, I wanna say. And I don't uh, they lost St. Brown. MVS. Yeah. They lost St. Brown of the Bears, yeah. Okay. So the MVS is still on the market. Yeah, so. MVS is not coming back, I don't think. I would not come it. back. I'm telling you, bro, they are done. There's nothing they can do. Rogers has signed away the Packers to mediocrity for the for the time for the rest of his time there. People got to realize that this just brings them back down to reality. Trading away Devontae is not like clearing. And that's the difference between the Chiefs and the the, the Packers. The cap the Packers were in way on way more under the the the, the caps because of the Aaron Rodgers extension, where Patrick Mahomes signed his extension now two off seasons ago, and they were all set. Know, they were forward thinking about it. Dude, yeah, come on now. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, this clears up way more. You know money for them and now they're actually able to do something where the Packers are now just clear getting back to where the Chiefs were before the trade if that makes any sense yeah so what do you think about the fantasy football implications of Hill and Devontae are they still wide receiver ones would you I think Hill Hill goes up really high for me now because I do like I told you I think he's gonna be taking a Debo Samuel type role so I want all that I think you're gonna see He'll catch a little slant route, take it to a touchdown. He'll come out next drive. I feel like the water. I don't know. I, you got like it's it's definitely one of those. I think they both are gonna have. Because Tyreek's gonna catch all the pressure, but Waddle will definitely excel more. I feel like. That's fair. You know, because no. he's got some. It's two wide receiver ones in the same team, but we already know what um, Tyreek Hill is made out of, and people won't know that you need a double Waddle too. Yeah, that's fair. We'll see. You know. Yeah. And then I think Devontae. Yeah, and then yeah. I think Devontae is gonna he, he, Devontae eat. You know, it doesn't matter. I don't know. I think he's. I think he's a little bit more scarier for me because it's not Aaron Rodgers throwing it to him. So I think. I, I think just for that, whatever difference between Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr is, that's about as much of a hit that Devontae takes. So maybe like there a round, isn't a lot of difference. Maybe like know? a, a half a round. I would take maybe not in the end of the first, maybe at the beginning of the second, middle second. I guess I don't know. I think I'd put a slight downgrade on Adams, but I think it's going to be just fine. I think. Yeah. Him and Carr, they're fine, and I think he's gonna target him a lot. So and if you got a Raider fan, you got a Raider fan in your league, bro. He's taking Devontae first round, and you're not <laughs> even gonna get to think about him. You know, like, I promise you, you know that's how it usually goes. Yep, absolutely. And, and Niner fans Hill. will probably Niner fans will back three. up that pick with Debo Samuel. So you know this will probably go on all your first rounds. No, Brandon, he goes in the fourth. <sighs> that dream died off last year, bro. <laughs> True. Okay, let's move on to the next trade. There's so many to cover. This one happened on Friday. Deshaun Watson to the Browns. This was a surprise move. Deplorable. Oh boy. This is a surprise move for a lot of us, especially when we heard that Cleveland was out on Deshaun Watson on Thursday. We trashed them on Wednesday, and then all of a sudden, Watson's a Brown on Friday. He they traded first three first round picks, one third round pick, two fourth round picks. They also gave him a two hundred forty dollar, uh, two hundred forty million dollar fully guaranteed deal. Base salary pay in twenty twenty two is one million dollars to account for any potential fully suspensions guaranteed. for his uh, for his contract. So, 
Oh man. Well, we said the Browns needed to. They did. They honestly did something we did not expect. You know, we were saying just re-sign Baker. Or, you know, patch it up, bro. They went all in. This is insane. I like it, honestly. I don't. It doesn't really matter what you did. <laughs> The Browns the needed to, to sell their soul. I wanted, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted the Steelers to do. It was to sell their soul. But honestly, <laughs> now that I, now we're on the other side of it, and you know Deshaun's gone, and there's no possibility of him coming to Steelers, like I truly like, I don't know what the word is. I I feel like I have an awakening of some sort. Yeah, you like dodged the bullet. I feel right? like, like honestly, oh God, yeah, like God. I feel like I dodged a bullet because I feel like he's about to catch a fat suspension, and everybody is about to he's about to be like the next villain, bro. I don't think like. There's just going to be a segment of people that will never be able to respect Rodgers, or not Rodgers, Watson. And, <laughs> Freudian and, slip. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. I, I don't respect I mean? like A lot of people won't respect Rodgers too. So. But I feel yeah. like Watson it's is more build. deserving, and I feel like what he did is, yeah. you know. Deplorable. Yeah, it's 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 foul in a lot of it's, different ways. And you know, Nair team isn't courting him, you can say that. And it's crazy because a lot of these two teams out. say they reach out and do their research, but they don't really do shit. They just find out that. He's not going to get charged. They say they do the research, but what does the research even, like, what does that even entail? They just released okay. a vague PR statement saying, oh, he was apologetic. He's willing to work with the community. Like, they just say all these nebulous things that are actually yeah, detailing to how to vet it. it. It just pisses me off, frankly. It's all just, like, corporate PR statements that are just meant to appease the short term. The only thing I have to say about the trade is I wish they didn't fully guarantee all of his money yeah it, why it, it rewards him well they had to it do re- it, it no him. i feel like bro it's like it's like it's like it proves that like if you just hold out and you just plead the fifth 22 times and you do you know do anything about it and you'll get you'll get what you want in a sense you know it yeah. gives them the, the authority it's like you're that's bigger than that. anything like in a sense that you can get away with whatever this is you wanted to do and there's not going to be any you know any consequences yeah, at all dude. especially on, what are, what, you're gonna get fined seven million dollars or like the seven games and then what you're gonna miss out on nothing because they guaranteed your contract and now you can't even you know not receive pay for this year because they only gave your cap hit is only one million dollars and the rest is already given to you in a signing mode like come on we gotta have a little bit of self-integrity as an organization <laughs> not just let him put his fucking nuts all over our organization's face. But that's just... why I liked about the Browns because they finally, you know, they what, they, they finally, finally fucking that... they finally they what with the devil. they souped themselves to a new did. low. I, yeah, I think yeah, they, as, a they, low. they signed they signed with the deal with the devil for a Super Bowl ring, and now we're gonna see if they get the ring. And if they get the ring, like, will anybody really respect it? What's what's the meaning of it? Yeah, you still yeah exactly like do you respect? What's, it? I'm not a. It'll be like I'm a pandemic a, bubble ring. I'm not saying in terms of public opinion. I, like I didn't want to see Deshaun Watson in the league anymore. Well, okay, I, I I'll say that I just don't want him seeing the stardom anymore. No, I don't want to see him but in I the league anymore. I didn't want to see him get paid this much. He's just I think the, but, the manner and everything. If I, like he the yeah. day after, you know, like the week after, he just beat the case, and then you give him two hundred and thirty million dollars. You couldn't wait to like plays the season, and he plays like Deshaun Watson. And you're like, okay, I kind of have to give him this money. You know, like there's no choice about it. Like he just balled out, dropped four thousand yards, took it to the AFC well, Championship game. But he yeah. had he had a no trade clause, so that's why he, people had to give him that amount of money because they weren't going to sign it. the thing he said he was willing to avoid it though i thought i don't think he was willing to avoid it until he got that money yeah i assume i assume exactly. I that assume, was the yeah, kicker I what cleveland 
got got them back in was that they sold their soul. They were like, okay, we'll yeah. just do whatever you say. Come, you know, however you want your contract, you can have it. Yeah, the sad yeah, thing I mean, is on that the field, it's you know, a perfect solution. He had the sad thing is that Watson had leverage in the first place. That's the, you know, bad part about this. Like G, you were saying, you know, last Friday or the Friday before, he was in court for ten criminal or sexual assault cases, and then the week after, after you know they didn't file any charges, he's getting two hundred forty million dollars guaranteed, right? And we talked about how the Browns last week. Where it's a terrible franchise and a terribly run organization because they let this whole Baker Mayfield thing run awry because they said they leaked that they wanted an adult at quarterback and then they turned around and, then they go and got a guy with yeah, 22 sexual assault cases. Not just an adulterer, someone sense. with 22 sexual assault cases. And Cleveland released, again, this blanket PR statement, but it's not like Watson got to address the media himself and said anything about it yet. They haven't really, they're trying to gloss it over, right? They're trying to gloss over the fact that they just hired a sexual predator at quarterback. They bent over backwards to get him. So I hilarious. still stand by it. Yeah, I, I think it's so funny I because don't... you can always hear Browns fan and as a Steelers fan, they always talk shit about us, you know? Big Ben that, Big Ben this, and now like they're all bending bend backwards. Well, now they fucking. have their own Big Ben, it's though. It's even worse. You got 22 Big Bands, basically, bro. Plus Kareem Hunt, that's 23. Yeah, I mean, it's clear that... That's Jordan's number, man. It's clear that, you know... <laughs> I forgot about Kareem. Yeah, I just, I, don't, I just don't. Like, I just, I think, like, what my honest problem with everything is, like, you know, it's, you know I don't want to sound like I'm mad at I didn't get him. But, like, I think the thing is, like, you got to, like, you're when you give him the 230, 40 million, whatever, guaranteed, right? I think it just... We're it, gonna be- it just promotes to people, like... Like, imagine you're a fucking little kid. You hear he has 22 sexual assault cases, and now he got $230 million. You're going to be like, sexual assault isn't shit. You know, that shouldn't should be we taken seriously. Get, you can it get away with it, it because if you're talented, it wasn't taken right? seriously, yeah. We were always going to be mad at him. Like, it's Whatever like, team it's, signed him, yeah. we were going to If you're a talented him. young kid and you see some stupid shit like this happen, and you're like, okay, as long as I'm good and I can play well and, you know, I can still get my money. You're regardless of, law, yeah, you're, regardless of what you do, you know, and it, I don't think that's yeah. what, you know, regardless of what, team it is should be promoting especially if you're just gonna not even wait till the nfl suspends him see what happens nothing not, not even go cases. out talk to the 22 cases not a single one of them you had a conversation with so it's like what is the, exactly. what is the point you know like what is you know like what is the purpose of what we do here what does it even mean like when the browns were trying to vet and verify uh what watson's past actions really were did they talk to any of the victims were no they, they said they, their lawyer so? came out for the victim and said that not a single one of the um, clients of theirs yeah, tony busby said that I yeah believe. they haven't spoke to any, to any of their nfl teams or anybody from the nfl or anything like that yeah so yeah gee, i think it's just a sad reminder that the nfl i mean the nfl has had issues with morality and just necessarily doing the right thing but i think it just kind of goes to show that it's a bottomless pit in terms of where do we draw the line between, you know, if someone is young, talented, and has the capability of lifting a team, do we just let that be used as a crutch or as a justification to take that person, even though they have committed wrongdoings in the past? I personally think it's just a sad reflection of where the state of the NFL is at currently. I mean, you but, you act sadly, like this is an NFL thing. This isn't an NFL thing. This is a this is just a thing that's happened 
everywhere. It's not just the NFL. It, it's the NBA. Everywhere. It's in any business. It's in politics. You can say that for anything. As long as someone it gets some benefit could. off of it, they won't. They will overlook basically your past, yeah. right? So it's I just think the NFL is just very rampant in you know, you know like the amount of scandals rampant. available, especially yeah. when you, if you look at what the now commanders had been doing, then Gruden, then you can literally go back every one or two years and you have a pretty big scandal that would rock an entire league. But it's the NFL, right? It's it's the cash cow. It's the kingpin of you sports. You can check it up to CTE. These guys don't know what they're doing anymore. On God, you probably could. <laughs> Right. Well, no, but what I think is the funniest thing about this Deshaun Watson to the Browns is it still doesn't make the Browns number one <laughs> in the AFC North. <laughs> yeah, it might not be honestly, and they just sold no, their honestly. soul out for it. No, but and the thing is, they had to just basically you know submit to anything and just you know give whatever Watson wanted because oh, yeah. they already screwed up. They screwed they up gotta, with Baker. They, they had no to, chance. Yeah, they got to find a way to win, and it has yeah. to be. Yeah, the so next that's why they had years. the like. We, because that's we why they had the. No, they so done. they screwed up their leverage, and that's why they are still like. Even when we said that they were terribly run because they didn't get Baker at court, like they screwed up the relationship with Baker and didn't even get Watson. Even though they got Watson, that still doesn't make them any better. Now they're just morally corrupt as well. So that's just it's a terrible franchise. Well, we already knew that they were corrupt. Or, well, just trash. So I, I'm not honestly, I'm not surprised and good on them. Fine, mm-hmm. whatever. But still, I wish they didn't do it. I really didn't want to see Watson in the league anymore. Yeah. But hey, he's there now. What can we do? We just pray that the NFL locks him up, you know, <laughs> bars him out of the league. Unfortunately, I guess that's the only thing but that no, they can we need do. The, we need the return of the no fun league. <laughs> yeah, <see? laughs> no fun league only responded to a. Uh, celebrations unfortunately and we already got that <laughs> taunting taunting all right. sexual assault nothing all right but amari cooper let's just move on to the football side yes. of things wide receiver one how high are you willing yes. to draft him now second third round second round yep i'd agree watson does wonders uh wonders, offenses. Yeah. wonders. wonders it's bro. true though the thing is like okay like if he catches a half season suspension, I think is the most likely. D-hop. Where where do we rank him? Like if he has half the year with Jacoby Brissett, and then you're gonna get Deshaun Watson probably in the hmm. most, more. Important I still half. like Jacoby. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's not bad, bro, but he's not second. If your number one receiver you're drafting in the second or third round is quarterback is Jacoby Brissett, bro, you're absolutely wild. Honestly, I don't even think it matters what quarterback you put because Amari, everyone's. It's such it an matters. underrated player, it Amari it Cooper. Really no, well, okay, no, Come on. no, dude, Amari Cooper is a great dude. He just no, doesn't show up in big I don't think he's good. Games. Well, that's not a good wide receiver then. No, like... see, look, he doesn't. It doesn't really matter. He, he's good for. We're talking about fantasy purposes, okay? Yeah, but I'm not drafting him in the second round. If you, yeah, yes, I'm, I'm not drafting him in the second round either. I'd say third or fourth. Then. Okay, well, if, I said th- yeah. I said okay. That's the only. I would drop him to third, but that's still high, you know. The only reason half the year, I gotta drop him two rounds. The only reason why he would drop that, he should drop farther because he will probably not live up to that ADP. Let's say you have like third round players and fourth round players. They're probably going to score overall more fantasy points than Mark Cooper at the end of the season. You got to think about the receivers you're comparing him to in that range that you're passing up on. Like if you're taking second round, if you're talking second round, you'll probably have the chances that one of these guys and Hill, maybe Adams, or maybe even like Debo or something like that, bro. And I'm taking all those guys over him, bro. 
Or did you take DeAndre Hopkins coming off a bad yes. year? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's only because Cooper he has Cup. Tyler. I'm taking Cooper Cup. Oh yeah, uh, Cooper Cup is going in the Cooper first Cup round. Yeah, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. I'm just stating the obvious. Not okay? He's not being touched. Just to prove my point. Okay, I'm trying to think of maybe C.D. Lamb. I'm trying to see. Like no. I'm trying to think of that's, a that's, second. That's, no, but he still has. That's a perfect range. That's a good cup. That's a perfect range. Yeah, I feel like because I don't know. I'd say I would still take Amari. I'm thinking no, I take CD. No, because he has no one to. He doesn't have anyone he has to compete with. He's gonna have to compete Gallup with Gallup. CD. And I don't think he's gonna be ready by yeah. the beginning of the year. Think towards ACL. Well, so it's a reverse. Really? It's a reverse situation. So he's gonna be good at the start of the year, basically. Right. I don't know. Either I feel like Amari Cooper can be good during the entire Dak garbage time monster. So if the Cowboys start <laughs> to fall apart and their shit, Dak will just throw. For a bunch of yards, and CD's gonna be one catching him, like for sure, for sure, because they don't got shit else going on there. So, I like CD more than Amari. I range Amari Cooper at wide receiver two. Okay. Okay. There. That's yeah, fair. that's fine. I think he's wide receiver okay. two flex. Wide receiver. No, I think he's wide receiver two. In the start. In the start. He's a solid wide receiver two. But then I think he's wide receiver one once Watson comes. If back. I started my draft off with two running backs and. I'm in the third round or fourth round with one running back or what one receiver. Oh, yeah. Maybe no, two. I take it. If he's my second wide receiver, receiver after that, yeah. Like, yeah, well, I'd I'm be so on the moon. Yeah. yeah. I would, honestly, if I was, if I had two great running backs. Yeah, I would be okay I, with the one running back or wide receiver yeah. one, too. Yeah, at that point, yeah, I'd be okay. That, that would be, that'd be okay. But if I have to take him instead of a running back in the second round, no, I'm not, I'm not okay <laughs> no. with yeah. that. Yeah. But that's, 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 uh, w- but what if it's with Deshaun? Would he be round two? That's, 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 I might. That's a spicy, spicy. I might. We'll Maybe. see how they fill out that's their roster. Because yeah. if they end up yeah. drafting Let's see. or end up signing Jarvis back or Hodell or some Will crazy Fuller, shit, yeah. Will Fuller, something like that, then I obviously that takes away a little bit. One, but if they end up going with... It's only because he has no competition. Yeah, if they end up going, end up going with like some mid-tier guy or Odell who's not going to be there all year or something like that and, and Deshaun's playing the whole year, like by that time, like, you know, Amari's going to have that rapport with them, you know, so... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn. All right. But still deplorable Browns guy, dang. Yeah, unfortunately. So, last-ish topic of the day, Matt Ryan to the Colts. That happened on Monday. Ooh, and, um It happened like pretty it. quickly, actually. So Honestly, everything happened pretty quickly recently. It's I because Ryan Ryan had a bonus, I think, you know, on Tuesday, so they had to move him quickly. I think it was around 11, 10. Yeah, so then he got traded to the Colts. Atlanta immediately signed Marcus Mariota. New Orleans then responded. They signed Jameis Winston back, the second-best sexual predator on the market, apparently. (laughs) And the Colts are going to go with the fifth starting quarterback in five seasons, Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz. Best one. No, well, I don't know. Rivers... If Rivers were no, I think Ryan. I think Ryan is better than Rivers right now. Ryan isn't his best, but Rivers was really bad at the end. Rivers, Rivers was at the end of his career, and he still made the Colts look pretty good. Okay, let's just not disrespect him. Maybe the Colts made him look pretty good, Gav. I think Rivers is was just super limited, and like I think still Matt Ryan still has more mobility than Rivers Mm -hmm, has right now. Yo, Matt Ryan has never recovered from the, the. our Super Bowl with him, dude. He he, he will. He's, he's not. I it. don't know what their ceiling is, bro. But I no, think but they will compete for their division. I don't know how much that this really was just, means, but like I think they'll I probably win saying, their division. 
I was just saying that to compare it to the other quarterbacks they had, just to Rivers, because I like Rivers, you know. Yeah, but I mean, still, I think this is a great signing. Oh, Matt yeah. Ryan to the Colts. Oof. I love yeah. it. I love it's it. It's the best move they could have made, honestly. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. And for a low price, too. Third round pick. Well, yes, I mean, you're right. I forgot to mention that. next year is going to be less, everything less than a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be good. Well, guys, it's, it's, my thing is, like, at the end of the day, it's like, do you really think like Colts are competing with any of the big dogs in the AFC? Like, no, no. So like, what's the point of taking it on? You know, because you're at the same point, and if it's not next year, the year after, you gotta let Matt Ryan go. You know, he's gonna regress a little bit more, and he's gonna be a little bit more older, and you're gonna be at the point where what like, you're gonna be at your seventh quarterback in six, eight years. Oh, that's so much better than for seven for seven. You know. Like, yeah. and, you know, like, I just feel like you're just pushing it and pushing it down the, down the line to really find a true quarterback replacement for Andrew Luck. Like, if you can't start the quarterback for three to four years at the least, when you draft a rookie quarterback, you're projecting them to start at least three or four years, right? Until the end of the rookie contract. So Matt Ryan's not playing three to four years, so he's not their, at least their replacement. It's not the solution. He's not the solution. But he is a brick. He's a bridge. Yeah, probably one of the best bridge in the NFL. Though. That's why it's the most expensive bridge, too, right? I feel kind of bad for calling him a bridge because he used to be just so good. Yeah, I mean, I think, guys, it, yeah. I think it just depends on how they fill out their roster. I don't think any free agents wanted to go there until they signed a quarterback. So they kind of missed out on all that. And now they're stuck at a point where they're picking towards the, like, the, you know, picking between, like, trash sort in a sense, you know? Like, I don't want to be disrespectful to any of the guys left, but you could have got. Allen Robinson, you could have got, you know, all these receivers that just got traded. You didn't. Really I wish they got on one of those receivers. Yeah, you know, so they would they would have filled up their roster so much. And they got so, so well. much cap space. They're the most cap space going yeah. into, into, into this uh, off season. I don't know what other than Matt Ryan, who's not pushing your team over the edge. Like, what did you use that on? And if you're not going to use it this year, where almost everybody and their mother was available, like when else are you going to use it? They've had cap space for years now. Like they've had cap space. They that's why they were able to afford DeForest Muckner when we couldn't, right? So I don't know why they keep doing this. Like the Colts have been in a good position okay. for years. They've had all this capital, all this resources. So it will, it makes me wonder a little bit. Like we probably knew that they were going to get a quarterback in this uh, in free agency. Um, you know, because they traded away Wentz and they didn't have high enough pick to draft a quarterback if they even wanted any of the quarterbacks in this draft. That only, the only concerning thing for me here is that, yeah, you're right, G, like they keep on just picking up these veteran quarterbacks, um, kind of just middling along. They don't make a lot of upgrades, basically. They sign like maybe one big guy, like a DeForest Buckner, but then they really don't do much outside of that. So it's starting to, they say Chris Ballard, the GM, is kind of more conservative. He leans on the more conservative side. That's why they have the cap space to make these moves. But at the same time, it's just like you're treading water. You're not really getting any good draft picks. You're not really going to the playoffs or even competing, really. I mean, so, even if they make the playoffs, yeah. bro, they're getting fucking demolished by anybody they play. Like the Titans should. Like, Titans were one seed this year from their own division. Like, they're basically. Like if Matt Ryan plays well and their running game is outstanding and they get a solid another receiver, aren't they basically the Titans from last year? Are they not? The- no. No, Tannehill. No. I think Ryan is. Okay. I think Ryan is better than Tannehill. Okay. That sounds weird. In minor, in minor differences, but scheme wise, what they do and how they're set up, it is, it is very similar to what they were. Yeah. And dude, I'm not gonna lie. Like Titans did not look like 
they were they had a, like a scheme that could keep up with many of those offenses and the and then played in the in that AFC last last year before AFC just picked up 14 15 all pro all star level dudes bro like this is you know you got to really think about relatively like if you're going to spend what the cap hit that you know, obviously there's no cap hit this year but next year you for Matt Ryan like you might as well just wait it out or trying to figure out something a little bit better because you know if at this rate another quarterback will be available again because they're seeming like even though you don't expect them to next offseason there's going to be another four or five that are available and you Kirk know cousins <laughs> yeah like i don't know something like that i feel like at least with that then you can convince yourself like okay we need to go all in you can't sign matt ryan and then go say and tell everybody we're going to go all in like i don't think that's a go all in type of move no, no, I think you can actually. Like ah, Matt Stafford, no, you could trade. Like the Lions traded Matt, Matt Stafford, Stafford to the Rams, Matt Ryan right? Are not the same type of no, guy, bro. but I'm just saying, like they were at, they were in a comparable tier at one point. The difference between the Matthew Stafford trade and the Matt Ryan trade is that when Matthew Stafford was traded, the Rams continued to keep on getting players, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Colts they are still, the Colts are still treading water, right? I mean, the I don't Colts know could get Matt doing. Ryan's best friend and Julio Jones. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, but he it's just like old oh, ass Julio basically. Yeah, That's he's it. He's so cool right? though. Imagine it, bro. Like, yeah. Mean, they have a connection already, bro. That just you know, that can't be bad for them. Yeah, I mean at that point him and Pittman, I think like I think like you're saying, like Pittman's a good co- Yeah, him Pittman's and Pittman, Jonathan Taylor. I think at that point, like you got something going and maybe someone else becomes available during the season, you pick up another receiver or tight end or another weapon. You draft. Yeah. yeah. You draft I'm just it. saying I don't know if the Colts are gonna do that because you've seen like these quarterbacks yeah. the last two Super Bowls. One have been by quarterbacks who have made offseason moves. Brady to the Bucks, and they loaded up, and then the Rams, Stafford, they loaded in. I right? just don't they, see how if you're to do Devontae and Tyreek were available, and your name didn't even come up in the conversation, and you have the most cap space, you could have given them more money. And if they, if, 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 and if you're gonna, if you're keeping it real, like if Tyreek Hill was picking between the Dolphins and Jets, I'm 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 gonna be. Personally, like, call me crazy, bro, but if Indianapolis calls, I'm probably picking them over those two in situation of playing football. And same, like, Devontae, like, obviously you wanted to play with Derek Carr, so you, you're not really in that conversation. But Tyreek Hill, I think if you gave him the option, be like, bro, we could pay you just about as much money as they are. And, and be in a better situation. You'll probably be in a way better Honestly. situation. Like, you can compete. You'll get 31 M's instead of 30 or 32. We can give you another year guaranteed. Like, they have the flexibility to do that. And then you can convince me, all right, Matt Ryan is a good pickup because yeah, now I'll be like, all right, because you got someone that's gonna make the difference. Like they don't got anybody, you know, obviously Jonathan Taylor, but I feel like they need a receiver or a quarterback or something in like the passing game that's gonna make the difference for them. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so the Atlanta trade is done and New Orleans obviously has their quarterback. But there's still two quarterbacks, unfortunately, still available. One's been available for quite a while now. Uh, almost a year, in fact. Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield still remain without a team to start for next season. Love and it. it's looking increasingly likely that the chances of their trade markets are very slim at the moment here. Yeah. So, you know, what We're happened, guys? What is going on? I would like to know. I would like to mm. know. I would like to see Baker so. go to the Panthers. Only if Nando is here today. No, I don't want to see that. I would see it, dude, because I like Baker, dude. I think he'd rather take Baker. He's hilarious. I would, I would rather take Baker, but, like, I'd rather just kill myself. <laughs> Man. We can exchange. If I was picking between Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo, 
Honestly, yeah. that would be the worst, too. I would That's not like that. That's the worst thing that could be humanly possible. Yeah, seriously. Those are two trash quarterbacks who are both ugly. For a shit organization like the Panthers or the Seahawks, it's all that's available. Yeah. You should not insult Jimmy. Until someone else, I think until someone gets hurt or anything happens, until something happens to someone, which, you know, we hope nothing happens, but until that moment in time, I don't think anybody will be looking to move off their quarterback. And I just... At least for Baker, I think he's probably going to get cut. I think for Jimmy, I think they wait on him. They still try to trade him. I think there's value with Jimmy that a team that, you know, has an unfortunate, like, injury that wants to win, compete, they will still be able to use Jimmy. I think with Baker, you got to be, I think, like, more of a project team and be willing to take him in, see what happens, and just kind of ride it out. I feel like it would be better for Baker and Darnold if they were both on the same team together. <laughs> you know the class of 20 Make them battle uh, it class out. of 2018 <laughs> or something like that where's uh where's josh rosen yeah seriously you might as well get yeah. rosen in there too yeah well rosen is actually isn't he for he's playing for the um bucks i, don't I think know. falcons i think it's falcons i think it's falcons yeah yeah Ooh, nice i like it Mm-mm. and then it's a three for one deal like if you just all need all Baker needs is if the, you get three of the 2018 yeah. 2019 quarterbacks, you can trade for one Josh Allen. It's a three for one deal. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, they're basically like Infinity Stones. Just collect them, and maybe you'll get a semi competent QB. Only, only a couple of them work. <laughs> Either way, they're both trash quarterbacks. It doesn't really matter. Irrelevant. You you guys are stuck with Jimmy. Well, my theory about how the Garoppolo trade market went down is that I think that. The Niners just asked for too much at a certain point. And they were saying, you know, we'll trade you Jimmy. Like, I think a team made them a reasonable offer. Based off of Jimmy's injury history, his current injuries that require surgery, and he won't even be able to throw until, like, training camp or whatever. And the fact that he wasn't that good of a quarterback throughout the season, I think they realized, you know, he doesn't have much of a ceiling. He has a huge contract. He has a bunch of injuries. We'll give you maybe a third for him, right? Then John Lynch says, oh, you know, we could probably get more because this guy started in the Super Bowl. He started in an NFC Championship game, right? We could probably, like, we want a second. We want two seconds. We want a first, right? And then they said, oh, we'll see how it plays out. We want to see how it plays out. And it played out pretty poorly for the Niners. Everything happened. Brady returned. Um, Everyone wanted a trade. Sean Watson, Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield. And Carson Wentz went to Washington, the dumbest team, so now they could get a pick out of them, right? So I think that the trade market just fell apart because they wanted too much for a quarterback. And now you're at a point where you have to say, we got to move on from this guy. we got to start the Trey Lance era because as long as Jimmy is here, you can never fully move on the Trey because the moment, yeah, the moment Trey basically screws up once, he throws one interception, they're going to be clamming at him. We need to start Jimmy, right? That Garoppolo era is over. He doesn't have the potential. We've seen what he can do. He just can't win you a Super Bowl at this point. And you need to move on to the guy who can, potentially, right? So, whatever they decide to do. Why don't you guys just take Baker then? No, because he costs too much. And he I mean, what about a trade? Him. What about a trade for Jimmy for Darnold? Jimmy for Darnold? Ooh, I'd have to, a... considering Darnold. the state of Darnold what we're be doing. Darnold could backup because he's a little athletic. The only thing why I would I say that. no, like, it makes sense. The only reason I would say no is because it's a lot like 
we're paying too much for a backup quarterback at that point. So, like, the Panthers would have to give, like, a fourth, maybe, a third. I know they don't have a third, I think. That's why. But because it's just a lot, like, we don't need it. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe a pick from the Panthers. Yeah, but, but, but no, but, I mean, like, if it, it gives it in the field a hole. But, like, you know, it's cool to have a backup. You know, I think, I think it's not, like, the worst idea thing. right now because right now we're looking at releasing Jimmy, no comp pick even. If he gets signed, and he's probably gonna go to Seattle and sweep us, so that's fun. Either way, you know, I think that's it's a testament to John Lynch right now as general manager of what he's doing. So you're gonna have to see. The captain of your ship, an, don't you uh, just he's love such it? An on and off GM. I feel like one off season he's just like, damn, bro, Niners locked in this off season. Next off season, what the fuck are the Niners doing? <laughs> and he's one of those. It's never the Solomon doing. Thomas, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's one of those Solomon Thomas type of off seasons. It's a it's a value thing. Oh, like no. we sometimes have an issue valuing our own guys, and like it's a it's like the fantasy football manager who says, you know, I'll give you, you know, if you give me Tyree Kill, I'll give you like Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, and David Montgomery, right? And he thinks it's a three for one trade. You he win like you win from it, right? Like I think we just overvalue our guys or something like that, and you know it costs them. So it's just it not is. working out. Yeah, you guys are the Patriots, man. You can't just you can't just revive someone's career and then sell them for high price. You guys only sold Jimmy for a second. <laughs> well, because Jimmy trash, dude. Mm-hmm. Either way, I don't. Look what I don't he did think for you guys. I guess he brought you to a Super Bowl. I don't think he's. Like, this is a fireable offense, though, for Lynch. Like, people have been clamoring, like, oh, John Lynch should be fired for not trading Jimmy. Who cares? It's just one move. Like, it's not a big issue if Jimmy, like, gets traded for I mean, a third. Well, honestly, I don't think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the biggest deal as you're making it seem about if yeah. he just sat on the bench. I think he could sit on the bench and be fine. And I honestly, I don't think it would be the worst thing, but it just obviously create noise eventually. But I don't think it's that bad. Like, if worst comes to worst, like, your guys' paper team doesn't need to make too many moves, which is why they're not making any moves, is because they don't need to make any moves. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I think you guys, guys would be probably... fine if you guys just kept them, really. What did you say? No, I agree with Matt. It's not necessarily a baggage to keep Jimmy Garoppolo on this team still. I think it just haunts you guys. I think that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You like, his really era is logically over. Yeah. It's time to move on. Yeah. That's why I think just getting Darnold in there and you just know he's like solidified backup, he coming in knowing he's the backup and you just you're done with that deal. Like you said, all you want to be is done with it. You trade him for Darnold in the sixth, you call it a day, now you don't gotta deal with it ever again. Now you just pull move on, you know? Obviously you're not picking up great contract or whatever, blah blah blah. None of that shit, you know, just you finally got rid of him. I think the ultimate thing is that it's just it's a disappointing thing to say the least it's just a very disappointing inaction i guess from john lynch and jimmy garoppolo but what can i say we're still waiting if uh mm-hmm. any any news wants to break out right about now or tomorrow about a uh, jimmy g trade you've heard it here first go ahead we'll we'll release this podcast and then you can make us look bad later but please just trade jimmy right now best for last is there any best for last <laughs> Is there anything else you guys want to say? Oh, no. We'll see. Yeah, if if the Panthers come in and trade us their first-round pick, that will be amazing. And Nando will have to be on this podcast. Six overall. Woo! (laughs) Love it. Maybe 60th or maybe 600th pick, but... 
Stupid ass Panthers gave up a second and a third for Darnold. Now we can't even take those. God damn it. Damn. Tough world. All right. That is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, iTunes, and Amazon Music to see the latest episodes of the show. Follow us on Twitter as well, uh, at Bay Council, in order to stay up to date on the latest and greatest of our takes. We're doing some council calls now, so you can make some money as well. You just follow our Twitter. And then Instagram as well, sports underscore council. Um, that's all our handles for now, but I'm sure I'll think of a couple more later. Either way, uh, that'll do it. Any uh, any final words? Any thoughts? Trevor Lawrence to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Not Stop. Happened.